Welcome to the 2019 Baldi's Awards. These are the, the, the deliberation videos. Let's see if I can say that. It's tough. Uh, we intend these things to be watched sort of after you watch the Baldi ceremony. So if you haven't seen that yet, maybe go check it out and then come back if you have questions or want to see the whole process. Uh, maybe wonder why we voted a certain way. This is where you'll get all that information. Also, we're going to spoil every single bit of everything on this list. So if you haven't seen it all, don't watch this. If you haven't seen every piece of television and film that came out this year, you probably shouldn't watch. That's not true because this is actually not intended to be a comprehensive list of everything that came out this year. It's actually just everything that we saw, either one of us saw, that came out somewhere between January 1st and December 31st, 2019. So if you're wondering, oh, why didn't X get included? It's probably because we didn't see it or it didn't come out this year. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, I think without further ado... Let's check out the Baldies. We're going to try to get through the. Well, we're going to get through. There's no trying. This is this is this is not some Yoda bullshit. Uh, we're going to get through the drama category. Uh, sort that into rough shape. Yeah. Uh, shall we dig in? Yeah. I don't. I don't know that there's much to do here. Okay. Uh, this this list is in sort of kind of chronological order, so it's going to probably be a bigger mess. Uh. I don't know. It's 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 going to be a mess to try to sort this through. I kind of despair. Uh, I mean, we could just go ahead and let's just go through and talk about stuff that goes needs to go to the top. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. American Gods. It sounded I mean, like that was a cluster. It was a clusterfuck. It was occasionally gorgeous and funny and cool, but it was a clusterfuck. Das Boot. I. How many episodes did we watch? Like one or two? Yeah, a couple, and it didn't seem like it was. I mean, yeah, it's fine. I yeah. Just, the, the I. I enjoyed what I watched of it. I didn't yeah. think it was as good as something like a Chernobyl, for instance. Yeah, yeah. And ultimately, I didn't feel like cl climbing on board a Nazi submarine for 10 yeah. episodes. Uh, so, True Detective Season 3, to the top. To the top. To the top. To the top. Goddamn. Punisher Season 2, I'm not even sure I finished that. We both. <laughs> I know I got to at least Episode 8, because we just right. looked through the synopsis of the things, and that was the street shootout right. between Russo and... Where, where Frank Castle worked hard to uh, get the drop on Russo slash Jigsaw, uh -huh. disguising himself, and then right as he could have just gone and shot him in the face at 50 yards out, he took off his mask and said, Russo, and, sh and stood there in the middle of the street as all and of Russo's men shot at him yeah, with automatic weapons. had to duck behind cars and shit. And yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's indicative of that show's quality, I think, in season two, roughly. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, it, it, I I'm not anti Punisher by any stretch of imagination. I like but, the you fight know, this, in the gym. You know that who is good. anti Punisher? Netflix. Russo? Oh, pulled the plug on the entire Marvel project this last year. Yeah, damn you, Netflix. I'm sure <laughs> you I, had nothing. You had no say in it. But yeah, and I actually I'm bummed that I I probably saw more of the Punisher than I did. Like I didn't see any of the new season of Luke Cage. I didn't see any of like season three of Jessica Jones, which probably was was better but eh, that's the way it goes happy i i didn't did, watch this you didn't oh i thought you saw oh. a couple um no i never got to it so happy is an adaptation of a comic book series and the premise is you've got like a washed up cop who is now a private investigator and i think he got what he got drummed out of service because he was like not corrupt enough or something uh, huh. and he is befriended by this little blue 
unicorn played uh, voiced by Patton Oswalt. And he is the tr- the imaginary friend of a little girl who's been abducted by this psychotic Santa Claus serial killer thing. Hmm. Uh, and he has to work with this delusion to find the girl before she's killed. Uh, and there's a whole group of children with it. Um, and it's very perverse. Uh, there's a lot of trippy stuff because the uh, you know the idea of this guy being on drugs or and on alcohol is a pervasive part of every uh, episode. It's very dark and funny and cool. I don't know if it needs to go to the top. Okay. <laughs> um, Kingdom to Kingdom the top. to the fucking top. A period piece Korean zombie television show. Yeah. Season two win. I don't know. Actually, I, I'm going to look it up right now. Uh, yeah, Kingdom. You, you should know about that. If season it's two, Netflix. It's already been coming released to Netflix, Netflix in March tell anybody. 2020. March 2020. Motherfucker, we're going to be so busy. I mean, I don't know that we'd ever get full coverage of this, but I definitely yeah. fucking want to. I mean, I'm just excited. Oh, I'll be watching it. It's the, it's the coolest new thing to happen to zombies since, I don't know, eating brains. Yeah. It's the greatest thing since sliced brains. And they left it on a big cliffhanger like they're they're ready like shit just got real yeah in the kingdom yeah and i'm really excited to see where that show goes next um black earth rising was a very intellectually interesting um emotionally interesting but flawed series Mm -hmm. that i don't think it needs to get to the top i don't think so either um it yeah it it had some interesting uh questions about race and culture and identity uh with all of those things uh-huh. about a Rwandan genocide uh-huh. survivor, survivor and who was her... adopted by a white a very powerful white woman here in the US uh or was it US or was it yeah i guess it was U- US so she's but wait or was she in maybe Br- she was in England yeah cuz she's a civil she's essentially a civil rights lawyer yeah. trying to get justice and like what does that even mean like John Goodman threw me off cuz he's very he doesn't try to yeah. put on an accent or anything and no. i think he might be american yeah he was either a state department sure? or he, another civil rights lawyer from um but it, it, it like i said it's very good it just had yeah. I, they tried to put too much born identity shit. There's too much like that 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 the, what we just talked about and like you know the tension between uh, holding people accountable for atrocities versus like hey no one held anyone accountable for atrocities during American Revolution. Some of those men became the founding fathers who put America on the right track. And who are we to say what Rwanda can and can't do in their borders? Gets uh, waylaid by crawling through ductworks and syringes full of knockout stuff and yeah. So, like I said, and I, I also thought the the lead performance was maybe a little overacted. I, in spots. I have no idea how a childhood survivor of atrocity. Yeah. That's the I kept on going the back, but it is. It's something that I've never seen before. It's it's very high intensity. Yeah. Um, in a show that is yeah that wavers between like very high intensity and very mellow. Right. Uh, political. It felt like sh- like Chernobyl. If Chernobyl had decided that like what we really need to see is uh you know Jared Harris crawl through some ductworks and you know uh, yeah. uh and plant bugs in Mikhail Gorbachev's office and right. yeah it did that script those scripts just needed like one more pass with like I I don't know somebody to tone down the Jason yeah it felt like stuff. it did they, they wanted to sexy it up and make it a little bit James. Jane Bond and I mm-hmm. yeah I don't know that got in the way of what I was really interested in which is all the geopolitics but 
Uh, Umbrella Academy to the top. I, I really to the liked. The, I had zero expectation about Umbrella Academy going in, and I was really impressed. Like Ca- it's not easy to hook me with new, unfamiliar cape superheroes. Shit. Yeah, cape shit. <laughs> uh, and this show did it. Uh, I'm gonna not put it to the, the top. Thing. I'm not gonna put it to. I, I, I put it to the middle. Okay. Is that that controversial? No, I don't no, think it's no. gonna get above True Detective. So. Yeah. Well, uh, Love, Death, and Robots. You didn't watch. I watched the, like two episodes of this. I some of these things were amazing. This is very much like Eon Flux or like the Animatrix. Some of these were amazing, high concept, beautifully illustrated. Some of these were shitty. Yeah. So these are. This is like an anthology series of like short, fifteen. Yeah, it's like twenty between five and fifteen minute animated shorts. Yeah. Um, and they were all centered around the, essentially these three topics: love, yep. death, and robots. Yep. And some of them were really good. Some of them were mediocre. I don't know. As a whole, I think I didn't think the thing was super impressive. No, I don't think it needs to to go to the top. But uh, I'm glad I watched it. Yeah. Uh, Into the Dark Treehouse. So this this was a legacy of our bald move TV project where we're trying to watch a bunch of stuff um, and and give maybe more shallow coverage to it. Uh, there, there, I think we ended up seeing three of these things. I felt like. I remember the Jimmy Simpson one. Was that Treehouse? I didn't think that it was. That was Treehouse. That was Treehouse. I th- I thought that was Tree. Let me look it, it, it up. This this well, very much felt like a kind of a like a creep show uh-huh. type project. Yeah. So Into the Dark is the overall yes. umbrella for all these things. Yeah. Um, and Treehouse is like that specific episode yes. of the anthology. Yes. And it's an anthology horror series. Yeah. Um, and I think that roughly is uh, wasn't that about r- r- around Jimmy t- Jimmy's uh getting his like comeuppance for some me too shit season two uh yes it was yeah it was very much like yeah uh, a female revenge story but even then i thought dick bag the like like and that's gonna be a criticism i guess i i launched at some of these shows that were kind of mediocre is they couldn't decide whether they wanted to be schlocky and entertaining or important and insightful and they kind of you know, you're talking about important topics. Uh, the amount of waka waka you want going on in the background may be lower, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, uh, you know, maybe this is an entry point for some people, like uh, uh, being exposed to these ideas for the first time. So I shouldn't judge it too harshly. Either way, I'm not sending it to the top. No, I only saw one of these Treehouse. Oh, uh, Game of Thrones to the top, right? Right? Is it, Story is there, history is there or Game of Thrones? Bottom? Is there? Is there an option to just leave it where it is and never speak of it again? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm willing to do this. <laughs> yes, take it. Oh, oh, you put it back on. Uh, I'm willing Damn. to do that, and that's about about it for Game of Thrones. It's currently in the top ten. We'll see how it fares. <laughs> um, Layla and Jen are kind of a pair in my mind because we did we, the Ball Move TV project. I saw one of each in the same week. Uh Layla is a dystopian 1984 kind of situation set uh, in India, and it Some, looked like, very fascinating. Female work prison kind of thing. Yeah, it was like, yeah, really fucked up Some and water banditry. Maybe uh, is a, a kind of dystopia that I've not really seen. It, yeah. It's the you know the culture around uh, that area of the world that yeah. I'm not familiar with at all right and it's a sci-fi version of that to boot so yeah you know um i think i i would have loved to have the time to watch all that i didn't i was impressed with what i saw but uh, Jin, on the other hand felt like a very like like a um 
a Arab world Buffy the Vampire Slayer kind of uh-huh. level of um which means it was very young adult, it's very cool. It had a lot of bizarre cultural things like urinating on people. Uh-huh. Uh, that, that happens. I'm gonna say that happens all, all around the world. I've, but I've never it's a seen universal it, I, experience. I've, I've never seen. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I've never seen on young like I've never seen on a basic cable a young adult show a ring of children pissing on another one. But like yeah. I was just watching Kung Fu yeah, Hustle a couple right. weeks ago, and there's a big scene where a big ring of children go and piss on the the very young like six seven yeah. year old hero. There happened here. It's a it's a thing. You, you yeah. really want to disrespect people, you you, you piss on them, mm-hmm. and that's what Jen was doing. And uh, only watched one episode. Same here. Not for me. Uh, Black Mirror Bandersnatch. That's Wait, did we decide that was that yeah. came out December twenty eighth? Uh, get get the hell out of here. Get so the hell out of Bandersnatch. That. I chose not to have you as an adventure. Um, Chernobyl. To, yeah. To the top. To the fucking top. Strong contender. Blowing the top off the list like so many lead shields on a reactor building. God, uh, too soon. <laughs> Harlot, season three. Mm. What about this? What if there was a Harlot season three where Jessica, what's her name? Jessica Brown, Brown Finley, Finley did not abandon ship halfway through it, and they told the story they wanted. I think they wanted to tell. I don't know, but this show... Uh, still had some uh, occasions, uh, moments of greatness. Still had some really cool uh, character moments, but they, it just turned into a mess, and that's a bummer. Black Summer. I will say that Chernobyl had the honor of knocking Game of Thrones out of the top ten here. There you go. <laughs> so There you go. Uh, Black Summer. This is another zombie it is. Uh, series that tread a lot of Fear the Walking Dead ground. Mm-hmm. Um, I was hoping it would be the version of Fear the Walking Dead that I wanted Fear the Walking Dead to be. It's it's not. Do you and watch any more of that of that show? Than the I first think I watched episode? another episode, maybe two, and I it, yeah. And I'm not a, I'm not a huge zombie fan. And if you want original zombie fare, the kingdom's where it's at. I think so. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If you if you don't want it specifically in like an urban modern urban setting, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like modern urban setting and zombies. Like it's that's, that's been done. I want to see medieval <laughs> yeah. Korean zombies. Yes, go, um, go watch uh... that deactivate during the sun. That was the except for wait. That was the big the the the. Well, I don't want to spoil. The, it. Yeah, I mean we're all spoilers. Spoil yeah, sure. yeah, you know you listen to the intro. Yeah, uh, you versus Wilds. This is Bandersnatch Part Two. Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, this is trying desperately to kill Bear Grylls and being denied at every corner. If you can't kill him, can you at least give him dysentery? Right? Uh, can you? You can. You do get the pleasure of watching him eat really disgusting things. I also like the sparkle in his eye as he looked in the camera and saying, "Oh, you wanted me to do this obviously dangerous, bad thing." Uh, like he he knows what he's doing. Uh, yeah. I like Bear Grylls a lot. This was fun for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a fun. It's a it's a toy. This is like. Uh, uh, what they're doing with this choose your own adventure stuff is very much what it feels like the the state of VR. Like it's a cool, impressive yeah. demo. There's yet to be a killer app for it. I agree. All right. Uh The Witcher. Uh to the top. To the top. I haven't seen any of that. To the top. That is a great. It is so it, you can't get a different. As, as as far different from Chernobyl as The Witcher does, uh, the only thing they have in common is they're set in Eastern Europe. All right, uh, 
but otherwise are night and day, but man, the Witcher was a lot of fun and better than it had the right to be his dark materials. I I watched all of this. Did you? And I don't have any particular love for the original source material. I wanted to like it because its reputation is kind of like young adults, a young adult fiction for like a secular humanist atheist bent. Yeah. Um, and like encouraging independent thinking and whatnot. I, and it had some really good performances and some good casting. It also had some God awful casting. Like whoever thought that Lynn Manuel Miranda should be this drawling kind of cowboy, you know, gunfighter aeronaut figure. Uh, that's just casting malpractice. And I really like, I really like Lynn Manuel. Um, hmm. And it just was, it's just kind of bland. They also like the war, the world is fascinating, but they did not build it nearly enough. Like I had important questions about what the fuck is dust, how the relationship between people and their demons, uh, that I thought why well, I get answers in season one. I did not get any of those answers. So uh, there's full coverage on Bald Move, courtesy of Cecily and Alexis. But uh, I don't, I mean, it should be higher than this, but. But top 10? I can't imagine it's going to get in the top 10. Okay, well, we'll leave it where it is. We'll see. You know what? I'm going to I'm gonna put it right underneath. I'm going to put it above Game of Thrones. It deserves that. Okay, th- that'll be the bar. Yeah. Above Anything that's Game worth, yeah, yeah. Is there any? <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to think of did, did I leave? Is anything uh, else? No, nope, I'm pretty fine. Maybe Layla. Layla, <laughs> absolutely better in Game of Thrones. Harlots? Harlots, yeah, fuck yeah, it was better in Game of Thrones. It wasn't a, it wasn't a showrunner malpractice. Like, like, eating a like if Amelia Clark and uh, Kit Harrington had bowed out of season eight, maybe I'd give the double D's a pass. How about Bear Grylls knee deep in swamp mud, sink, worry about sinking while he's eating a, a, a grub? He cared a more giant, about his show than the double D's did theirs. Absolutely. Absolutely better than Game of he Thrones. He gave mind, body, and soul of that show. Okay. Ooh, Dark Season 2. Have you seen any of Dark yet? I, yeah. Yeah, I've seen the first episode three times now. Okay, that, that tracks. Because I watch it, I go, okay, interesting. They're doing some interesting stuff here. And I never go back to it. And then a year later, I'm like, man, I should really try dark. Everybody says it's good. I do the same thing again. And I've done it three times now. It is this show is made to destroy people who t- attempt to background watch it. And that's how I approach it the first couple of times. I'm like, I'm going to see if I get into it. And then I look up, I'm like, holy shit, this kid's trapped to some kind of leather copper machine and time's being distorted. I should have paid more attention to this. Well, that's the part I want to get to, but yeah. but it just, it doesn't grip me immediately. Yeah. It, there's something about the tone of it that I'm just like, this requires an investment of myself. Like yes. I need to give myself over to this show and be willing to feel everything it wants me to feel. Yeah. And if I'm not a hundred percent committed to that, it's not worth doing. Yeah. And you either, and just never you been either in choose that state. subtitles or, um, the American dub, which is what I chose, but yeah. like, man, there's a lot of just very, very poor vocal work. Like, like oh, very with, flat performances yeah, with that, uh, but yeah, it's it's it starts off kind of like an older teen angsty Stranger Things, uh-huh. and then it goes really kind of Twin Peaks time travel weird. So and I, I hear, and then this at the end of season one, I'm like, there's no fucking way they can possibly fold this thing back into something that is going to complete a circle. But I kind of want to see if they can. Yeah. They are juggling so many characters and paradoxes and time periods and realities and it's also so grounded and mundane it's 
I, I yeah, you saw I, the first episode of season two, the first couple. Yeah, first couple. And I had okay. to thank God there was um, thank God there was a last time on because yeah. uh, I had forgotten a lot of what had happened on season two, and also because you're dealing with multiple characters at different ages. Um, it's very hard for me to stitch all the faces together. And sometimes that'll click and I'm like, oh fuck, that's the guy who's also his father that knew his grandfather. And then it kind of like, it comes together, but it's, Mm -hmm. it's not an easy watch, but no, it's like a 13 hour long, um, uh, what was that time travel movie that you made me watch? I was trying primer primer. It's like a 13 hour long German language primer. Yeah, I tend to gravitate toward easier to watch things in my free time. Yeah, it's challenging. Um, I would like to get through season two before season three because this... Better or worse than Game of Thrones? It's... Well, I haven't seen season two. I've heard I've heard if you like season one, season two is even more amazing. So it's definitely better. In fact, you know what? I'm going to go... Okay. I'm going to go... I'm going to go right there. <laughs> even though I haven't seen it and that won't huh. stand. Uh, okay, do season three to the to, to the top. To the top. Is this controversial? How about okay? How about the the boys? To the top. Uh, how about tear infamy? No. All right, we'll return to that. The tear infamy. Uh, we did not see it all. I was so excited for this. I was so so hungry for this because the the terror the first season was awesome. It it did it made it 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 fucked up the baldies. Got a lot yeah. of uh, actor uh, notice. It got a lot of uh, best drama attention in that that year of the Baldies. Um, and I hear like, oh man, Japanese internment camps, some kind of like supernatural horror with Eastern roots. Mm-hmm. Uh, seems like a very timely thing with all the detainment camp shit that we got going on in the United States right now. George Takai, I'm in it, but... George Takai was barely in it. George Takai was barely in it, uh, and it just felt like it took a long time for this thing. Like three, I I, I watched at least three episodes, and mm-hmm. I still felt like the show was doing a lot of throat clearing and not quite got to the point. Um, it didn't have the same. They, in my opinion, they started too early with the horror stuff. It was yeah. too overt in the, in the terror, the original terror. Yeah, it was all about the threat of dread. Horror. Yeah, like it wasn't. You didn't. They didn't show you the monster day one. Yeah. In this, they show you the fucking monster right away. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not the terror to me. That's that's some other horror thing. Yeah, and I think that. Maybe if I put my own biases on display that the um, the horror of being in like the frozen wasteland and kind of like the the terror of that and how it's kind of unnerving was easy for me to access. Then I think the same kind of growing. You're right. They screwed up and had the supernatural stuff front and center. Um, But I also think it was a little bit hard for me to access just kind of um, the the slowly um, the, the slow horror of realizing the community that you've lived in is turning against you yeah uh because i've never been like an outsider that way so maybe that's one of the reasons i wasn't able to access it and yeah that's a a problem with me but yeah to show like i I mean i mean i'm gonna 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 assume that it's that it's it's at least better than game of thrones didn't get a lot of press either not a lot of i I was kind of looking for uh, it didn't make anybody's best uh, lists that I saw. Whereas the original terror definitely did. Definitely did. Um, the Mandalorian is not a to the top. To no. the middle? Yeah, it's better than Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I like the Mandalorian, but it is just—I mean, it's popcorn. It's not. To I be doubt taken it makes seriously. It it's already at way. nine. It's already at nine yeah. with me to the middling it. So, uh, and that's not to say it's bad. No, it, it's fine. Yes, it's fine. Like it feels very Star Wars. It's is very the, Star Wars. The best thing I can say about it's it. It's watching with my son was one of the better moments of 2019. Uh, and I like every everyone who's ever watched this show lost my mind over Baby Yoda and how yep. cute. It it's was. Very cute. Have you finished it yet? Uh, yeah, we watched the whole thing. Okay, because I haven't. I'm still because uh, my hmm. son's been super busy with swimming and like we were. You're getting on the home. last episode though. Uh, like I think I got two more to go. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm waiting for him to have time to watch it with me. Yeah, because <laughs> he's too busy for his old man. Swim, swim, swim's done after this weekend, so we'll probably get around to it. Uh, okay, where were we? Uh, the Expanse season four. To the okay. Expanse season four, Watchmen, Mr. Robot, Stranger Things, to the top with them all. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if Stranger Things will stay there, but. Yeah. Okay. But to the top is where they all belong. All right. I think we now have things roughly sorted into the cream versus the not cream with uh, Game of Thrones being that not cream line. Yeah. Uh, is there anything like anything there, there below? There's not a lot of not cream then. Oh, wow. Yeah, you're right. Damn. Uh I would say things start to get less creamy around 13 for me. Like the Mandalorian is where the cream and the, what's the other part the butter? The, the, the milk, the wave, the cream comes out of the milk, right? It all comes out of the cow. I mean, come on. Yeah. But it separates at some point and you got the cream and then what do you have left? It's gotta be milk. But isn't the cream part of the milk? I mean, I think so. but it's like I clearly it's not water. Need I mean, to go to a farm this, and yeah. figure this shit out. We tomorrow. need we need to milk a cow, put it in a centrifuge, see what happens. Uh, uh, yeah, so thirteen is about where things get yeah. Start to, okay. I haven't seen it, or it gets thirteen is right where you bad. start considering things for serious uh, for serious consideration. Yeah. Let's talk about. You want to start at the top? I think we should start at the top. Is the Expanse better than Watchmen? I say no, but the Expanse is very, very, very good. <laughs> Those are both very good shows. Uh, Watchmen, I think, from a Watchmen is more daring from a filmmaking perspective. Watchmen is more daring from a subject matter perspective. The Expanse executes at such a high level so consistently. Yeah. Um, whereas I feel like Watchmen does stumble occasionally. Yeah. Well, you have um, a that's real, just my personal opinion. Like, like episode six of The Watchmen, I think that was the one where. Uh... Um, the sister night got hooked up to an elephant. Yeah, yeah. That, you were, I mean, you, I was down on it then. Yeah. But then the very next episode, they come back with uh, Angela going into the memories of her grandfather, and I'm like, fuck, yeah, they they nailed this. I think those, the order of that is reversed. but Something like that. And, but the but, next but yeah. episode, they do the Dr. Manhattan episode, there which I thought go. was That's beautifully was. structured. Yes, uh, yes. An incredible, incredibly written episode of television. Yeah. Uh, and Expanse never hits those highs. Yeah. Of, of the best of Watchmen, but it does deliver consistently better than the worst of Watchmen, in my opinion. Okay. So they're um, really hard to judge. I So, like, a lot of times when I'm kind of, like, I have personal affection, I try to let, like, importance. Yeah. Um, but there's certainly things that are important about the Expanse that are trying to get about as far as, like, yeah, you know, right. uh, uh, asymmetric warfare, um, economic... Uh, uh, fairness, uh, 
and 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 they're making it a lot more subtle. Like the biggest problems with Watchmen is the people that needed to watch Watchmen were turned off by yeah. how in your face its message was. But on the other hand, like the people that had you know uh, were open to receiving that message, I think we we all learned a lot, and it's going to probably help us. Uh, you know, I don't know, in some kind of weird cultural diplomacy and the cultural wars to come. Uh, mm-hmm. I think so. I think, uh, wa- and also, I think the degree of difficulty of what Watchmen was doing, where it tried to be as important and as original as the original Watchmen, th- those things make it to me easy to put above the expanse. I agree with that. Uh, so I'm going to do that. Also, music, music better than Expanse. No, <laughs> yeah, Expanse yeah, is okay. Reznor and uh, Angley, <laughs> what's his fucking name? Uh, Reznor uh, and who? Atticus Ross. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's th- those guys did a fantastic job on the soundtrack. Expanse music kind of forgettable. Like they've got like they've got the military space music. Uh-huh. They've got the awe-inspiring uh, protomolecule space music. Mm-hmm. And then they got kind of like the melancholy. What what's you know we, we're we're looking at James Holden sad eyes music, but I couldn't hum any of those tunes. Right, same here. Uh, where God, the, the Watchmen, synth, I the remember the track. cow scene from the oh, first and, episode and like, when like you it know Angela would, scene. Angela would get all kitted up as Sister Knight yeah. and hit the hit the streets like that that synth bass kicking in. Uh, yeah, real good. Uh, Mister Robot. Uh, and it's so are we God okay damn. are we judging Mr. Robot and its body of work or are we judging Mr. Robot on its final season I mean I I gotta judge it on the season right yeah like I'm because yeah. there are some high highs I mean Mr. Robot has approached mental illness and mental health in a way that I've never seen mm-hmm. period television yeah. film anything and maybe I'm not watching the right shows but uh and and it say what you will about some of its economic policy commentary or its lack thereof lack thereof or its sci-fi or its lack thereof um it always was really able to ground itself in that that uh mental illness uh foundation and i think when it nailed it like god damn that episode in krista's house yeah the the bottle Vera episode and krista and it was just yeah it was a stage play-esque episode of television that was yeah a bottle episode and had incredible performances across the board yeah I mean, as a platform people that i think should get emmy emmy awards just on that episode alone like i the the dude who plays vera mm-hmm. um i can't remember is elliot something like mm-hmm. his his name's elliot which is funny right um he does such an amazing job and he took a character who i thought was sort of laughable uh and had no business being in this season and made him essential and it was it was yes on the back of the writing but also ba- on the back of that performance um, and you needed every person in that episode to just do their do their job better than you've ever seen anyone do their job. Elliot Villar is the gentleman we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. No, as a platform to get amazing performances out of like Rami Malek and B.D. Wong, uh, there's mm-hmm. nothing better. 
and yeah, I really like it, but to me, it, it can't it can't get over the expanse of the Watchmen. I will say, I I think it's man. I think the highs of Mr. Robot are higher than the highs of The Expanse, certainly. I think... Okay, especially if you're just talking like actor's workshop kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're with very few exceptions. Like, there, Plus, there's an Amos scene with uh, Murtry that is uh, fucking outstanding. Yeah. And, and it comes down to the writing and... and uh, Kath, not Cass Anvar, that's, that's Alex. Uh, uh, West Chatham. West Chatham's performance in that scene where it's just so delicious. Yeah. But Mr. Robot is doing heavy, heavy shit and nailing it, executing it at a level that I'm thoroughly impressed by. And I will say that I had more fun this season in a season of hell mm-hmm. uh, watching Mr. Robot than I did Watchmen, certainly. Hmm. Um, I looked forward to watching Mr. Robot each week. I, at points, was dreading watching Watchmen because I think I knew that there was a little bit of of tomfoolery that Lindelof and Ed, and crew could get up to that I didn't like, mm. and if they went too far in that direction, I was going to be disappointed in the episode. Mm-hmm. I think you and I are uh, the exact same place, but maybe I I feel the, about Watchmen that way yeah. than you felt about Mister Robot. Right. You you were constantly annoyed with some of the things that Mister Robot did that yeah. I just sort of swept under the rug, and I acknowledge our problems. Uh-huh. But did not ruin my enjoyment of them as much it, as it did. It I would say it ruined my enjoyment of it. I, I since like I'm just a little bit less hot on Mr. Robot than you are Watchmen. Um, yeah, I'm surprised that you're saying you liked it more than maybe maybe you're not saying you liked it more than the Expanse. I'm not, I'm not saying I enjoyed watching it more than the Expanse because the Expanse is eminently watchable. You can sit down and you can you know it's say what you want about the, watchable the, like. Every fucking episode is a cliffhanger this goddamn season. It, it absolutely is, uh-huh. and I I know that that pulled you through many episodes when because I would I would be like oh what episode are you on are you gonna get to this part or right. whatever by this point and you right. were like oh, I probably won't get to it by, I don't have time by I don't next have week time I don't have time to finish the and season. you come in the next day and you'd be like I watch the rest of them yeah I'm done I'm done <laughs> I, mean, like, I, I watched five I, I sat down to watch an episode for dinner and I end up staying up till one o'clock I and watching six the whole thing. of them yeah 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 so like. Yeah, compulsively watchable is is correct. Does that make it better than Mr. Robot? The thing is, the other thing about Mr. Robot, I'll I'll put another feather in Mr. Robot's cap. They promised a twist that was teased from the beginning that would Mm -hmm. blow our minds, and they fucking delivered. Like, I haven't gone back and checked all the homework, but... The early returns are that, like, yeah, that that the, the twist they have, the central twist that they they deployed on us this season, was there from the beginning, and it made perfect yeah. sense in retrospect. And that's a very rare, you know, it's twists go from season to season, but have you know, like, it, for the first time, I truly believe that because because I had the whole thing in front of me, I believe what Sam Esmail has been saying that he's had this all planned out from the beginning. Because I don't see how any other way you could do that and have all those things embedded. That, that you know, I don't think he had everything figured out. Yeah. But the the two or three things he was trying to do, he had figured out from the beginning. And uh, it was something that certain people had predicted and seen coming, but the the fandom at large had not latched onto as oh this is obviously oh, yeah. the thing. Was it really? Because I don't even remember that being the case. Yeah, a couple of people, yeah, were like, oh, I I predicted this back in season three or whatever interesting um but but everybody was kind of like uh i don't know about that theory yeah as opposed to like oh shit you've uncovered the secret oh, yeah. and which, now we're all on board with this right. which was hilarious because all of the ones that like people did latch onto ended mm-hmm. up not being the thing yeah uh yeah. And, and that's rare 
that's rare. And you look at Watchmen, and and you look at Mr. Robot in that regard. Those are night and day because Watchmen was figured out from the jump. Yeah, and and I don't know whether that well, was the leaks from yeah. screeners or whether that was like just people deducing things. But uh-huh. that show was not a surprise in any way when it came to its plot. Uh-huh. unfortunately. And I think that that diminished my enjoyment of it because Mr. Mm. Robot, I was constantly looking at the next question saying, what are they doing here? What's going to be the reveal? And I never felt like I, I got everything I needed to get out of it. I thought that one of the things I thought Damon Lindelof innovated in The Watchmen is he had this really elegant structure where most of his like surprises had like a three-episode arc. Uh-huh. So right as people were like, I know that this is where the season is getting at. Like that was like an episode two. Episode three would reveal it, and like, oh well, shit. There's some more six more episodes left. Mm-hmm. Now uh, there was the one thing that got, and I again, like, I don't. I'm with you. I don't know if that was screeners. I don't know if it was just like a fluke of someone getting a magnifying glass on the cover of Entertainment Weekly and looking at knuckle patterns. But yeah, the Doctor Manhattan reveal was. Spoiled. But it also, also even saying that they got the basic fact right, but they had no idea about how that would relate to the larger plot. So I still think that his his thing of like, I'm going to build a mystery, but I'm going to reveal it in like every three episodes and then change the game is much smarter. And I, I, I'm i hoping Lisa Joy and uh, uh, is it Jonathan Nolan? Jonathan Nolan is taking notes because that's if you want to do a mystery box in a modern Internet age. Yeah, that's what it looks like um, because you need to establish a mystery. And by the time the Internet figures it out, you need to go ahead and put the card, that card on the table and then reveal the fact you got two more up your sleeve. Uh, you cannot lay hints. And I don't think he did there. I don't think there was any hint in the like the first three, four or five episodes of what, you know, the, the eventual reveal of Dr. Manhattan's identity. I don't think he did that. It was extra it was material outside of the show that was brought in to to sleuth that and that if, if you're being charitable about it so man the more uh, i look at mr robot compared to the expanse the more i have to give it to mr robot just for its audacity and it's willing to it's willingness to experiment like because i forgot this is a season full of those kind of big stunts that worked and cinematography too just ev- it's you know the whole every frame of painting thing i mean the expanse by those standards is fucking safe like it doesn't do anything yeah, it's really very audacious potatoes. and interesting. Yeah. It's just yeah. like it's an excellently executed yeah. sci-fi uh, political thriller. And I don't want to give the visuals on the Expanse short shrift. Like, there's a lot of yeah. like space work that's as good as anything I saw in Gravity. Uh, there is like the alien vistas. The their choice of location shooting was amazing. Uh-huh. The internal geography of some of the protomolecule machinery that we got to explore this season, something I've never seen before. But if you just want to talk like in a Stanley Kubrick, purely visual storytelling, uh, Mr. Robot had it. So I, I think it edges if you're it saying out. you now, want to put this I, over I, Expanse, I think I'm, I'm, I'm ready to. Okay, I, I think it barely edges it out because the Expanse also has the thing that Mr. Robot lacks, which is deep, nuanced political and sociological discussions. Yeah, which Mr. Robot is incapable of having no. because it simply does not understand them well enough. Right, I believe that's true. Yeah. God damn, the Expanse. Yeah. gets societies yeah and how they operate yeah and how they dysfunction yes <laughs> which is unfortunately standard operating procedure for a lot of society um stranger things three i'm fine with where it's at right now this is a great season okay. yep uh they're na- they're navigating the these kids turning the curve between kids to uh to, to teenagers extraordinarily yeah. well 
they've still got the 80s nostalgia the the it's honestly a trip to think about how new mall how mall culture was so disposable like it was the peak of western american culture in the 80s and now it is like go literal ghost towns there's a mall that has like one store open in northern cincinnati that is a fucking ghost town Mm -hmm. like you all the stores are closed you walk through the aisles the the hallway lights are flickering there's there's ceilings of collapse from water damage uh i mean they're setting up like homeless shelters and hydroponic grow no, of course ops not. and, of course and shit not. like that no no this is just a giant indoor air conditioned space that they're making no commercial they're making no valuable use to it's i, I there, there's a lot of like weird there's a lot of interesting co- commentating about like um how the cold war had kind of warped our you know relationship with certain economic policies and stuff i mm-hmm. I, I think it's great it's just not going to be able to get over the hump of these next three, and it might even fall. No, I mean these are these are mammoths of entertainment. Great cliffhanger too. I'm really looking forward to seeing how that works out. Yeah. Um. Apparently, uh, part of the expanse, uh, or as part of Stranger Things four is going to be, uh, Hopper becoming a Soviet superhero. Oh yeah. That'd be interesting. Yeah. A mutant. Yeah, is something like mutated? that. Yeah, he's going to team up with uh, Red Red Wait Black Widow. Oh, I thought you were gonna say, uh, what's his name? Red Red Skeleton. Red Skeleton. Now, what's the the, the red skeleton skull? Fate? Red Skull. Yeah. Yeah. Team yeah. With the red Skull. Uh, the Deuce season three. Okay, here's Stranger Things first first big uh, hurdle. Uh, the Deuce season three is way better than Stranger I, Things. I mean, effortless, effortlessly. Yeah. It's just like I, I don't know that anybody actually wrote the Deuce. I feel like th- they just took a camera back in time. This is Simon the Pelicanos's. Uh, curse what they do with character and story is so fucking effortless and they make it look so easy that like you don't notice that it's a trick yeah their sleight of hand is too good like and that goes down to even when they're overtly doing sleight of hand which is like putting two twins played by the same guy on the same screen at the same time you totally forget that doesn't look like anything happened no no there's like a lot of showy special effects work happening and you don't even realize it like the fact that you're walking through 1980s Manhattan is a special effect that like you don't even realize it. Yeah. The fact that this show uh, skips for ten the five to ten years in between seasons and you never lose like the thread and it never feels like oh these people were just put you know like in cryo sleep to be woken up they feel like they've had a lived experience that tracks both with what you know and what you're about to discover about them. Uh, you know. And and also is a really great way to like do give like it definitely has its own point of view, but I yeah. feel like that like uh, I, I think about that um, debate that uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal's uh, Eileen slash Candy character had with I think you're supposed to understand is the the stand-in for feminist uh, Dworkin uh, the debate about like you know prostitution and pornography and its effects on women. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that what what side Deuce is on, but like man, they really give the Steel Man version of the other side's argument. Yeah, they give voice to to a lot of different opinions. Yeah, and yeah, and a good voice, not like a straw man that you, that you yeah. can dismiss and what, but something that really makes you and the characters think about. Yeah, it, it's it's living at the crossroads of the tough decisions that we have to make as yeah. a society. Yeah. Uh, in regards to those topics, it gives brutal gut punches. It's extr- it's hilarious in parts. Uh-huh. Uh, man, it's a great show. My argument, um, 
I kind of want to raise it and not. I I keep. I think it should keep going. Like I think it's better than the Expanse. Because this was one of the other shows as 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 hard as we worked at. Like I was always up for. Like I'm like yeah. I was like, oh man, I can't wait to see the next Deuce. Yeah. Man, I love the Expanse, but I'm I'm kind of thinking, yeah, it needs to go up. I mean, because the Expanse doesn't do, you know the same kinds of things that the deuce does, but they're both effortlessly watchable. Well, the other thing is like by that metric, I was denied that metric on the expanse because it dropped all at once. I could watch as many as I wanted. I didn't have any time to look forward to something. Same thing with stranger things. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't want to, you know, drag that horse out and beat its bones, but that's not the criteria by which we're judging, but like, but I I think some of these experience, some of these weekly shows are inherently more memorable than the ones that just dropped. And that's the way it is. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of the boys, this was a surprise. Yeah. I didn't know anything about the boys. It just dropped, and we covered it on Ball Move TV for an episode or something. Uh, and a I lot ended of, up watching the entire damn thing in my yeah. own time. It has a lot of DNA it shares with the Watchmen. It's a it's a superhero deconstruction, but a very modern one. Mm-hmm. Like uh, you know, the I, this is the way the Watchmen series was. I mean, but, the premise uh, is: what if superheroes were actually bad guys? Yes. Uh, is yeah, they're they're flipping the superhero idea on its head, and superheroes are just all supervillains. Right, and I don't know if that's because it's inherently that, or if it's absolute power corrupts, or if it's because the marketing and the money machine that gets attached to these guys are because that's the other thing is like, imagine like the Marvel film and comic book and video game and toy empire exists, Mm -hmm. but the heroes are also real. And and Uh, they're the ones who are also directly benefiting from all of that. Yes. Yeah. Um, And I think that's an inherently interesting concept. And it does have the fish out of water, you know, new superhero inducted into what she thinks is this righteous organization. And, she's kind of you know our proxy into this this yeah. underworld here yeah and are we going it's you know that's one of the things i guess going forward because i don't know like i i'm pretty sure this is getting a season two um yeah. i don't know how long they plan but it's going to be interesting to see if is a starlight is that her name sounds right something like that if she is this a story of like you know mr chips to scarface or is this a story of someone standing tall yeah despite all the pressure uh to not do that um so yeah, it was really good. It's also very edgy. It's, it's like very fucking. I, I mean, violent from the jump, exploitative uh, on a violence and sexual level. Yeah, which I appreciate. Sure, <laughs> I I that I I love that shit. Um, yeah. So I'm pretty cool with it being right there, though. I I don't know. Is is there an argument? Okay, I'm gonna make an argument that I don't necessarily feel is better than Stranger Things three. I mean, I'd have to hear the argument. Um, the argument of Stranger Things three is very safe, and it's very uh, is Stranger Things getting long in the tooth. It's very evolutionary, not revolutionary at this point. Uh, and the boys was a, 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 does it win just because it's a breath of fresh air? If we did that, it would certainly stop at the expanse. Agreed. But I don't know if I totally buy it because. Stranger Things is really good, and I don't know that I cared about any of the characters on the boys getting terrible things done to like I did to was it Vasily, who is a little Russian speaking uh, nerd that befriended uh, Brett, uh, the 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 conspiracy conspiratorial journalist guy. Um, oh was it Brett, yeah, is Brett one of the, the slurp the cherry 
big gulp yeah. slurpee, whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. I did that like. Uh huh. That was great. I I really. And he's not even a main character. They they also generated a huge amount of emotion from, uh, you know, uh, uh, Hopper's cliffhanger. That's true. I I, I, I really wish... loved the Steve stuff this I, season. I so. Do you wish that they had resisted the urge to reveal that there is, in fact, a cliffhanger? Because I feel like that after credit, the after credit sequence immediately dissipated all of the tension. Uh, that I think would already been dissipated because I think there had been a lot of speculation that they're, you know, that like, oh, did Hop survive? Um, yeah, and there, there still is some speculation about who the American might be, but like, yeah, come on, yeah, it's probably Hopper. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I sometimes wish they hadn't had done that because I, that felt like it immediately robbed all of the previous emotional tension and good stuff that they were doing with that. But I don't know. So what do you think? It, uh, all said and done, boys better in Stranger Things or no? I'll say I never, I never looked at Stranger Things and found anything to be just blatantly ridiculous. There were a couple of moments like that in The Boys. Um, really? Like what? I'm trying to think. It was around like the baby and... And the the Superman analog, Elizabeth Shue and uh, yeah, when Homelander. like he yeah, when Homelander goes and like takes this baby and like threatening the baby was was interesting and and edgy and cool, but like there was something around that that I'm struggling to remember. When did the boys come out? It was like January last year. It was early. No, no, it was, I think it was in the dead of summer. Was it really? Yeah, I think so. My perception of time is distorted. Um, I uh, so I hmm. I think I actually really like the kind of psychosexual mother son dynamics going on between Elizabeth Shue and Homelander. Yes, I liked a lot of that. There was something very specific that I like. Was like, like, how do you uh, control Superman? Yeah, and you know she found an answer that worked until it didn't. Uh, <laughs> uh, and Stranger Things had a couple of missteps. I felt like they went too far with Erica being the the comedy relief um they very similar to like your your argument about like when oh uh, right. brent spiner in generations yeah it, they they unleash him to, yeah. to to get funny with it yeah erica the sass machine it was a was... little too much for me at, at points but like she's also a little sister and i had one yeah, you might you might know. <laughs> but no, I think you're right. There was a little but not as much as I feared from some of the trailers, but uh-huh. yeah, there was a little bit of uh So Stranger Things 3 was not perfect, but cuz you could also argue that that was paying homage to all those cuz that was always the pain in the ass little sister was always a big thing in the the 80s uh kids entertainment. Yeah. Uh I, I think I'm okay with where Boys is. Okay. I would say if they come back with the season 2 that's as good or stronger than what they did in season one we'll be having a more vibrant discussion about it mm-hmm. next year but oh boy the witcher i haven't uh, seen this this witcher is really well made and fun trashy entertainment that is far better produced and acted than it has any right to be hmm. uh I don't know how it's like uh, it's it's it doesn't take itself as serious as Game of Thrones. It's more overt, overtly fantasy. Um, but like when I watched this, I immediately thought I need to get busy playing The Witcher 3 because I love this world. and I love this character. And if it's mm-hmm. anything like that is in a video game, I'm going to love it. And consequently, yeah. I'm 30 plus hours into The Witcher 3 right now. Yeah. Uh, 
it but I, if it if it rises higher, I don't think it can rise higher than Stranger Things. I don't even think that that even that feels a little inappropriate. Okay. Uh, because, but I I don't know. The, the other thing is, I watched The Witcher purely as a fan. I would never anticipated like doing a podcast on. It. I eventually <laughs> did with Cecily and uh, Alexis. But like, uh, yeah. so there's a couple things where like, you know, they do some weird uh, interleave timelines without telling you about it. Kind of very similar to Westworld season one, Westworld season two that I might have bitched about if I was doing an episode by episode coverage, but it's kind of fun to just kind of like have that realization of what they were doing hit me and like, Oh, Oh, whereas, you know, if I was covering people would have been like, well, I know that uh, Siri, uh, actual age is this. And, uh, you know, they would have pointed all that out and it wouldn't have been a surprise. So yeah, it's a lot of fun to watch a lot of fun to watch. Uh, and I can't wait for season two, but I think it's right where it needs to be. People for are now. losing their minds about it. People love it. Yeah, the and it's, is, the thing is, it's got is, some staying power. It's it's yeah. I, I it's think it's being because about everywhere. It's it's been adopted uh, as like a surrogate object of passion by the Game of Thrones fans. Okay, um, it's been adopted. It had a it I've already had a, of, yeah. it had an established video game franchise fandom. It had established uh-huh. novel franchise fandom. You already had that. There's people waiting for like, hey, if it's a good Witcher, we'll get behind it. And then people like you know. Uh, uh, homeless, uh, f- f- rootless, fanless uh, Game of Thrones fans looking for a new franchise. It's from what I saw of both my wife playing the Witcher game and watching the show. Yeah, Henry Cavill did an amazing job as Geralt. He is he is Gerald, as I like to Gerald? call him. Gerald? No, that's I, I make fun of him oh, by okay. just saying that. Uh he he is. He's he's his voice is spot on. I couldn't believe it when everything I heard about him. the way he plays the Witcher as like variously annoyed and amused with everything that's going on him until he's just like over the shit and he starts cutting people in half. Uh-huh. Uh yeah, I I I I like the plus it's like I've always liked Henry Cavill. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought he would make a good Superman if someone had given him a good Superman to be in. And I ne- I, I, I really liked him in uh, uh, the Mission Impossible I saw him in. I want to see The Man from U.N.C.L.E. because I've heard that's a really good kind of a James Bond. Uh, but I haven't seen him in anything I really liked. And I finally have seen him in something where I, I actually like him. Um, so so good, good for you. Uh, he seems to be in, having a good time with it, too. He seems like an unironic Witcher fan. Yeah. He purports to be, anyway. Hmm. Uh, okay. Chernobyl, oh boy! Uh, better than Witcher, better than Boys, better than Stranger yeah, Things. Yeah, where do we need to start talking about? Better it? than Expanse, better than The Deuce. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! That's this this better than Mr. Robot. I I think we need to put it at five, and you need to explain yourself because <sighs> Chernobyl's awesome. Chernobyl's awesome. It's a five episode miniseries it was done uh-huh. um and it's you know based on real life events based on real life events didn't color nearly as outside the lines as it could have mm-hmm. uh did actually some smart compression of things into characters and scenes that yeah would have been very difficult to film otherwise <sighs> What's my argument for putting it above the expanse? It's more important, I guess, is the only thing because I think that there is some things that grappling with in Chernobyl that uh, it's so funny because like I think that the the producer of this uh, Craig Malin Mason Mason mm-hmm. I think he intended this to be a little bit of a anti socialist propaganda piece. 
and it didn't it didn't like and, and you know if you've listened to my three right turns podcast like i'm not a socialist um but i don't think it, i don't think it worked on me because like to me uh this the all, all the failures i saw on display here i could de- i i have seen happen in boardrooms in the united states yeah it's called corruption yes. not socialism it's corruption it's not respecting science yeah. it's not respecting expert opinion it's uh being stubborn and clinging to ideology in the mm-hmm. face of fact and i see that in full on display in 21st century america so yeah. the fact that the soviet union was dysfunctional at the end of its life and 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 let all this shit happen it, it does not make me sleep soundly at night about what 21st century America uh, may or may not do mm-hmm. uh, in, in the years to come and, and the years we've already had. So I thought those conversations were some of the most fun I've had uh, doing coverage on Bald Move. And yeah. I would say Chernobyl is able to create suspense, intense suspense and dread where there shouldn't really be any. Because you know it's going to happen. Because you know the outcome of this. Yeah. You know that it was contained. You know that a certain amount of people died. Mm-hmm. Um, you know who died. Like, mm-hmm. we we knew going into this, we had read enough to know, like, many of these main characters die. These are death sentences. And that played in its favor in a lot of cases. Yeah. Where you see people doing their job in the face of certain death. Yeah. Um, and as an audience member, it's 100% certain. Because sure. I know that those people are dead. Um, and not of old age. So, yeah, I like it was affecting. Yeah, it was really it was affecting. Also, because that also made a lot of the heroism. Because like maybe the the first responders didn't know exactly yes. what they're dealing with. Those firefighters probably didn't. But know. once you get in episode two and three, people when they were ordered to do things, they're they're like, and, and it actually turns out that that it's crazy how many people survived. Like for example, those fire yeah. those uh, workers that had to go wading into the radiated water to to turn on a a, a water pump to keep half the continent from dying. Uh, all three of those guys didn't die. Yeah. Um, Weird. And like the miners, the survivability of miners is higher than you would. But still, a lot of those people die. A lot of those people got cancer. Um, and a lot of people who had to stick around that area to to oversee the yep. operations, uh, yep. they died yep. of cancer. Uh, so uh, I yeah, but that that made that those um, I think more inspirational. And there's like you mm-hmm. know I, I saw a lot of things about that culture that a lot of things about the culture horrified me. But the sense of community responsibility over individual success and health and longevity. Um, I don't know. I don't know why that, that to me, that's like a, a basic kind of a human thing that like, you know, yeah, we're all a bunch of selfish assholes, but like when shit really is down, you know, you'll have people volunteer to give their lives to save potentially thousands of others. And I mm. thought that was pretty moving, inspiring. And just, you know, the fact that people are willing to sacrifice their lives and their careers to tell truth to power, uh, is what you know. I guess gives me hope. So, I guess that's the argument for why yeah. it should be maybe higher than uh, the Expanse because the Expanse does touch on some important topics too. But I just don't think it's important. But on the other hand, it's Expanse, not as close of a, an examination of those topics, right? As Chernobyl gave to those the yeah. things that it was doing. Yeah, and the man, the music. I forget the the name of the. Uh, I think she's like Norwegian composer. That just there's like this lunar horrific uh soundscape that she paints to have these like just hellish like mm. like like i remember the first time like looking into the burning reactor like that felt like you're looking into the eye of fucking sauron or something yeah 
and the 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 mo- note she played as like kids are playing in radioactive snow and uh yeah i don't know i i really like it but it, like this top five is a murderer's row man it is uh yeah i, I feel like it's a nuance that's gonna push any of these above or below the others yeah i like Expanse, like I, i've always tried to weight entertainment maybe not as heavily as importance but yeah. certainly like consider that because the expanse is endlessly entertaining sure like, i on multi-levels yeah i i can watch through that basically easier than any other show on this list um if i had to pick one to rewatch right now it'd be the expanse season season four yeah so uh, like i don't want to discount just how entertaining it is well here's the other thing is like it's partially what i'm in tv for I like everything in the top four better than Chernobyl with the exception of Mr. Robot. I like Chernobyl more than Mr. Robot, but what Mr. Robot did was a higher degree of difficulty and it executed very well. And the performances, as much as I like the performance in Chernobyl, they're, you know, they're playing these Soviets who are kind of buttoned down and, you know, very grim and not overly demonstrative. And they did what they needed to do. I also Uh, want to say it's a, it's a lower bar of difficulty to do what Chernobyl did than what Mr. Robot did simply because Mr. Robot is entirely fiction. Yes. And Chernobyl is based on real life events, just right. catastrophic mind blowing events yeah. that almost write themselves into a what the fuck kind of story. Yeah. Um, but even there, there's a lot of smart ad- adaptation, uh, you know, consolidating characters, having composite characters. I think the the most outlandish or the most least factual episode is the last one where they did the trial. That's almost entirely fictitious. It is, but yeah. it does a wonderful job of like explaining. It's a bad. <laughs> it's, it's a bad depiction the, of the actual trial. It's a wonderful depiction of the actual tragedy and who all was involved and responsible for it. It, it was crazy to me that they left the central question of how did this reactor explode mm-hmm. to the last episode to even answer it. Mm-hmm. You would think in a series like this that you would want to do that immediately. Right. Just so the audience was grounded in that. But yeah. they didn't. They let you sort of ground in the horror of the thing. Yeah. I mean, this thing, <laughs> eventually, this thing. essentially begins like within three minutes of the first episode with Chernobyl exploding. Yeah. And that... and then the, the characters in the show are as baffled about the reason as we would be if we didn't know anything about the reactor. Yeah. No. So I, I, I thought it was great. I, I don't know. I'm. I'm torn between the expanse and Chernobyl here. Um Yeah. I, I guess what I'm really torn about is the expanse, the Chernobyl the Chernobyl and the Deuce. Like where man, where does the Deuce does the Deuce really belong where it's at? I don't know. We want to keep going and we'll see because this like yeah. also we're arranging yeah, the deck going. chairs and we haven't even got the Titanic sunk. Uh <laughs> Let's see. I don't it. know what that means. Kingdom. I like the kingdom Kingdom's better not as than as important as any of these. I'll tell you that. Yeah, but I like it better than even Stranger Things. I think I would put it above Stranger Things, and that's where it's going to have to stop. Yeah. Because as good as this, I agree. As good as this uh, very gorgeous, interesting take on medieval zombie create, it's it's still that's pretty fucking pulp, and uh-huh. you know. It, it, it's hard to get over that. Uh, so can we? Yeah, can we say that? I think the Expanse was the best pulp show this year. Oh, for sure. Well, uh, I mean, Watchmen's pretty fucking pulpy too. Uh, yeah, but not but it's, in its themes. Like yeah. it's it's grasping like at very, very heady, very important topics. 
Yeah. And yes, it's pulp as fuck in its yeah. presentation, but like, yeah. Uh, let's talk about True Detective. Oh, Jesus. True Detective season three, man. I know. So good. Our top 10 is going to be excellent this year. Talking about, and, uh, cause you, you talked about like mental illness. This wasn't mental illness. Yeah. This is like, uh, well, I guess it is. Dementia is a mental illness. It's but, a, d- a disease. Yeah. But this is one of the most effective and successful interleaved timeline shows I've ever seen. Yeah. And they never was tricksy about it. I think people expected it to be that if there's a ever a true detective season four, this is my reaction to everybody looking for supernatural time travel. Anything. It's just never going to happen. That's not the show he's making. <laughs> he's always going to, there's always going to be a threat of that because yeah. he's always dealing with something that's mysterious and, and, and interesting like that, but it's never going to, it's, it's always wow. going to be Scooby-Doo. You're going to pull a mask off and it's old man oh, smiley wait, wait until you get a load of the chartreuse king you'll <laughs> you'll change your tune real fast uh tree detective season three is absolutely better than the witcher the boys tell me when you start to get uncomfortable stranger things kingdom chernobyl expanse the deuce i'm i'm now uncomfortable me too if it gets above three, I start to feel uncomfortable. Let me see how this looks. True Detective season three on top of the Do season uh, three. I don't like both of us starting with T and D. Actually, them. now that I've looked at it here, I like this is what makes me feel good. So I just put I really the Deuce is number three, True Detective is number four, with Expanse nipping its heels at five. I mean, personally, I feel stronger about. Yeah, what the fucking expanse. I feel pretty strongly about the expanse. But I, I'm trying to suss out in my own heart whether that is because I think the expanse has not gotten the attention it deserves and therefore I want to put it higher on this list so it'll make a bigger splash with our audience who may not have checked it out yet. Or if I genuinely think oh, that the agenda. expanse is important. You yeah, an the, agenda. This is this is me trying to get at my own biases here. <laughs> yeah. Let me ask you this. Did the Expanse single-handedly resurrect the career of Stephen Dorff? <laughs> because True Detective Season 3 did. Like that it was might the... have done that for Chad Coleman a few years ago. <laughs> like... Wait, where, where's Chad Coleman? Chad Coleman wasn't in, in trouble because he slummed for two seasons on The Walking Dead. Come on. Chad Coleman was put on the map uh by the wire and then he, sure and then he shit all over his career by doing the walking dead for two seasons i don't know if he shit the on the career resurrected him they, they, they resurrect him i don't even know it feels like they've got him on live they they, 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 they still need have more. more life support yeah need more chad in the expanse if, in fact, if the expanse was a bigger expanse, show get, he's resurrected you, you want to get over to tr- the true detective hump next season you got to get more chad coleman in i agree get get to yeah. get get bezos to note bald get, move get him some even longer hair and let's do this thing <laughs> Uh, and bring Jared Harris back. Why not? Just yeah, yeah. get him. But yeah, we get need, them we playing need... off each other again because that was delicious. I need I need the Belters politicians be as well represented as the Earth ones. What kind yeah. of racist bullshit is this? What kind of what what kind of uh, it's not racist. It's spacist. What kind of yeah. spacist bullshit is it that I know more about the Martian and Earth government? The, the, the two big leads on the Belter side don't get any representation it's, it's, this season. It's gr- gravitist. Gravity, yeah, yeah. It's it's the the gravity well bias. Some here. Wella Waller bullshit yeah. is what it is. Let's let's Brilliant. let's just like you know call a spade a spade. Uh, yeah, I, I I I'm uneasy about the Deuce. I don't feel like the Deuce is better than the Expanse. God damn it! Really? Okay. My All heart right. of hearts is telling me that something is wrong with the Deuce being this high. 
Okay, well, let me do this. I'm gonna do that, and we make because I feel we're gonna we're gonna fight about the top ten a lot. Probably. Uh, did you want to keep moving? Because we 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 do need to go through. Okay. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll structure out a top five here in a second. Okay. Like, here's the question: Is Umbrella Academy better than The Boys? Because I don't think it was better than The Witcher. So if you're gonna say it's better than The Boys, then we can have a discussion about that. But like, I'm I think Umbrella Academy is just outside of top ten. Feels really good for it. But it's the best. Like I really liked Umbrella Academy. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It was definitely not as edgy as The Boys. Um, it's a little bit more surprising though. Like I don't know. The Boys had a lot of surprises too. Yeah, they were both surprising, and they're both like th these shows in my mind are almost the same. With Umbrella Academy having more style. The Umbrella Academy is Marvel. Uh, the Boys is DC. Is that? Is that a factor for you? Because I couldn't get. I'm a just shit. saying like, that that just that 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 says. Uh, God damn it! I wish you were a comic <laughs> fan because that baggage. was that was like I fucking nailed it. I fucking nailed that analysis. But you're a DC guy, right? No, I'm a Marvel guy. You're a Marvel guy. Yeah. But you love Batman. I do love Batman, and I do. There's sometimes DC can do a better job than than Marvel. So. So you're saying that Umbrella Academy should should is, get the nod because it's Marvel. Is a small, weird, intimate character detail, uh, as a character piece uh, about like siblings and tough childhoods and the trauma that it does to you as an adult. And the boys is a big, loud thing about demigods throwing their weight around in politically and economically. The Umbrella Academy made a character out of an animated monkey was it a monkey he was a chimpanzee a chimp, wasn't he? he was a chimpanzee they also made, made a chimpanzee they also made a chimpanzee man out of a real life human boy <laughs> that's true <laughs> yeah they they got hairy this season uh-huh the boys had a love story with a dolphin that's that ended true. pretty spectacularly yeah uh got some zoosexuality in here judging purely on the animal content of each of these i would say that the the boys was slightly stronger okay but i like the uh, i like the style of umbrella academy better i mm -hmm. i would say umbrella academy is probably to me just barely edges out the boys huh barely Whew. like that that episode where what's his face the the wolf chimpanzee man yeah the gorilla goes gorilla to the rave yeah it goes to where to the rave it's fantastic. Oh yeah, I loved that that whole sequence uh -huh. in that episode. Yeah, and I really liked the. Is, it wasn't his brother. His special ability he can talk to the dead or one. Of the, uh -huh. I, I really liked it. I actually liked how everyone's powers the played against each stuff other. Was really cool in that. that there was some cool elements of that. Now I will uh, say the final episode fight was pretty dumb. Yeah, pretty dumb. Well, there you go. There's a mar that's a that's you know the. Well, I don't know. Marvel fight scenes are actually pretty good nowadays. Uh, I'm thinking sure like are. Marvel, like on Fox or Sony versus Marvel, Disney. Um, yeah, they also. I thought they executed the twist of the sibling that didn't have powers pretty well too. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of pathos in there. I don't know. I just I I don't know if that I, like number one. I don't like it nearly as much as The Witcher. Well, I don't know. I mean, nearly as much. I don't like as much as The Witcher. So it's like it's one is weird kind of a, a paper rock scissors deal where you like it better than the boys and I don't like it better than the Witcher and you've never seen the Witcher so yeah I, now that I'm thinking about it like I forgot about that Umbrella Academy ending that I had some real serious problems with 
uh, and the boys, I can't remember ever having like big problems with the boys. That that's that Homelander thing that I mentioned was like pretty minor in the overall scheme of things. It was pretty nitpicky. Eh, maybe it's fine where it is. I haven't seen The Witcher, but the boys might barely edge out Umbrella Academy. Okay. Um. So then I got Dark Season 2. You which need I... a little more style next to your boys. You need to bring like a little more something to keep your spot. Yeah, it doesn't really have its own style. It just essentially copies yeah. the current state of cape shit and then makes fun of it, which is Yeah, the grimy, bit... grimier DC feeling of the cape shit. Which Umbrella Academy kind of rips off the X-Men, but it's a it's a darker, weirder palette. And flashier in places. Yeah. I'm I was more impressed with the style of Umbrella Academy than the boys, but Okay. Now we're into Dark out. Season Two, which I don't even like I've only seen uh, two episodes of. Um it's got a good reputation. People are gonna be outraged that it's even this high. Uh <laughs> but <laughs> uh hey, you know. Um it didn't make our list. Yeah. And and all and honestly, also only the top ten is going to get represented on the show. Exactly. So that's I guess that's where it's like, does Umbrella do you do you need the Umbrella Academy to be because I'm willing to let the Witcher take a hit if you want to get the Umbrella Academy. I think the Witcher probably deserves it more. The Witcher, we have to not fucking forget that the Witcher is maybe the first successful adaptation of anything video games. That's a goddamn in good point. History. Yeah. The history of the entire universe. Yeah. Like but you know what? It's not. It's an adapt. Ad- ad- it's it's a it's the Witcher video game is insp- it, it's it's all the- inspired by the novels. I know, right. Like, That's what I'm saying. Like, like the I'm novels still waiting- actually are much worse from what I hear. Like oh, Alexis really? doesn't like the novels at all. I haven't started and on loves them yet. the game. But I think that it's interesting that I still am waiting for original video game IP to be adapted into another media and and be super successful. Right. Uh, but yeah, I'm okay. So then we got like the, I feel like we should finish out the top 20. It's going to get a lot harder because I care much less about these right. things. I'd put the Mandalorian above dark. Cause okay. I haven't seen dark. That's fine. Honestly, that's where my give a shit ends. Yeah. Like I, everything Dos else on this list could I be better than about. American gods. Punisher is definitely not Happy's better than Punisher. Back. Boom. <laughs> uh, black earth rising is better. I mean, black Earth. Yeah, that's, that's better than. Try to get a top twenty bang that. Let's stop me if you disagree. Uh, I just don't care about anything past top ten. I guess. Yeah, I'm just trying to do do my due diligence here. Uh, okay, that's starting to look. Ah, eh. man. Okay, producer Cecily, have you been paying attention to any of this? Our, our top twenty. Like, where do you think where do you think his dark materials fits in the top twenty? Not above the top ten. Not in the top ten. She says. Is it better than Mandalorian? Yes. Is it be- better than Dark season two? No. Oh well, then. Is it better than Happy? I mean, we're gonna argue. I'm gonna argue with you about the order of the top twenty. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm I'm looking I'm looking the color. I'm looking I'm looking the color. My opinion. Okay. Okay, cool. I can really American Gods, Das Boot, Punisher. Uh, man, I feel bad about this, the terror infamy, because I didn't see it. And but then again, also I didn't see any, like if it, it was in a lot about it. If it was in anybody's top twenty, I'd have been like, well, shit, I better go back and take a look, and it it didn't. Um, yeah, I feel pretty good about that. I don't really give a shit about if Punisher's better than Harlots or Love, Death, and Robots. So yeah, 
Let's go with that. All right, now it's return because I know we were we left the top ten a little unsettled. Mm-hmm. Watchman number one, Mister Robot number two, Expanse number three, The Deuce number four, True Detective number five, I'm, Chernobyl number six. I think that's the real serious contention. I don't feel good about True Detective. I think it needs to go up. Okay, uh, above the Deuce. Yes. <sighs> I just think what it's. Well, how do you, how do you even judge that? I was gonna say what it's doing is harder to to do, which is weave in these timelines. But like, the Deuce is, is another time and place, and yeah, the performances perfectly. are great. It's 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 it comes down to preference. Um, yeah. Hmm. I, uh, man, I'm, I'm thinking about the big gut punches. Like I'm I'm thinking about that scene on the porch in True Detective on on Roland's porch where Wayne. Old man, Wayne. old man Wayne goes to him, and like they have these heart-to-heart discussions, right? Yeah, it's like they have to reveal like, their manly sort- love for each other, right? And it's sort of all couched in that like yeah. ultra masculinism or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I think about the confrontation that uh, uh, Mahershala Ali had with his wife, uh, where they're like getting like you know going out and hammering the fight, and then she's like essentially gives him an ultimatum or or what, and he just kind of stands there and says, "We're all cry." Yeah, and like yeah. I. I, I, I thought the domestic dialogue is so good in a genre that the woman in these roles is almost always just some fucking bitch that's a stick in the mud and you just wish the guy could pull it out of her ass, his ass so he could get her on with his life. Like that, they, uh, Pizzolatto did, did the, the, that, that woman's role justice, I thought this season. Um, yeah. And it was real good. And then I, I compare, that stuff with some of the gut punches in the deuce, like Big Mike. Yeah, like that fucking Big Mike scene. Big Big Mike and Vince in the cabin talking about his life and whether he has regrets and because that's the thing I was thinking Paul too. Yeah, and and his lover, like oh my god, with his and parents, the parents devastating, fucking devastating, like personally devastating too, because it's about estra- estrangement. Yeah, which is something that I've experienced in my life. And sure, it's just like god damn. Uh, and, and the, the fact that you can tell that cast cares about this story so much. I don't like Chernobyl being out of top five, but I can't make an argument for it being otherwise. Like, I, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I can make an argument of it's better than true detective. Um, but I can't, I don't, I don't know if it's better than the deuce. It's another one of these like 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 paper rock scissors things. Depending on what yeah. you qualify, like if you're talking about cinematography, acting, importance, uh, degree of difficulty, they all like there. There's not a five out of five across the board on any of these things, and they all have different strengths and weaknesses. And it's really, really the top five is really brutal. Fuck. Top ten's honestly really brutal. I think seven is where it starts to get less brutal for me, because I love Kingdom, but mm-hmm. I don't think it sniffs any of these top six. Oh, of I think there's a hard demarcation between six and seven. You're right. And I don't know that there's a hard demarcation between six and one. What do you mean? Like, I don't know that there's there there is a there's not a similar vast diff, gulf of quality between number six and number one. Like, I oh, like right. Watchmen better Everything than Chernobyl. Everything here is but, like in a pack together. Yeah, it's very, very close. Whereas you're right. There's a lot of distance between Chernobyl and Kingdom. Yeah. Man, 
more I look at this. More I look at this, the more I think that I like The Witcher better than Stranger Things. <laughs> okay. Maybe even Kingdom. But man, Kingdom's so fucking original. I don't know. I haven't seen The Witcher. I- I'm happy with where like Kingdom, Stranger Things, The Boys and Umbrella Academy are. Yeah. If you think that The Witcher needs to move around in this, eh. I'll defer to you. But like, I don't know. I haven't seen it, so I don't know. I also, this is, there's a little bit of recency bias because I just got through The Witcher last month and everyone's still talking about it. Yeah. Whereas Stranger Things is I, I huffed over a single weekend over July 4th. <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> and and got those podcasts out and haven't thought about since. I actually thought briefly about it in Christmas because people, there was, uh, there was like a teaser trailer for Stranger Things season four. And there was like already a rumor that that they shot season three and four back to back because the kids are getting older and oh, they're going to have a special Christmas season. And we our reaction is like just a scream. And yeah, if you motherfuckers, if they drop Stranger Things season four in the middle of December, we were just going to scream and never stop. It's going to be like the Homer Simpson episode where (laughs) what is he? He saw a body or something. I don't know. They just uh, just screamed and didn't stop screaming. Um, Yeah, I. Do you have a big problems with with the top ten now? Can we make an argument for should should Chernobyl be higher? I guess that's the one that's that's really sticking into my craw. But who gets bumped out of the top five? I mean, if, if you got an argument for it, make it because I'm willing to hear it. Like I'm. But you like True Detective better than Deduce is the problem. If those were flipped, I would like make True... an argument that Chernobyl is better than True Detective. Oh, I see. But I, it's again, it's a paper rock that that would require us to redo the other stuff. Um... I don't know. You know what I want to start doing this year is at the end of my coverage of something I ought to, in the document that I to keep track of what I'm watching, I ought to write like a paragraph of how I feel about it. Yeah. At uh, the time. Yeah. Cause you're right. We got a lot of distance on true detective. A lot. That was like the one of the first things we covered. Uh, I and, handily and I, write. I can see some of the recent. Okay, here's in. here. Okay, so I'm the one who writes the show no- the show notes for the podcast. So I kind of get a little bit of a glimpse. Okay. Um, season three to True Detective comes to close with a divisive final finale. Many are upset at the show's apparent lack of interest in its own case and storytelling, but others see the acting, character, and thematic work as being more than enough to walk away from Westfinger feeling satisfied. I think that was both of us. We felt satisfied. Yeah. But I know a lot of people were like, it seemed like the investigation was beside the point or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Because you're right. But I I think that's becoming... Here's the thing. I don't remember the fucking investigation from True Detective season three. I remember it turned out that there, like, was a girl who was kidnapped because another girl died by a rich, wealthy family, and they kept her in an underground bunker until she turned into a teenager, and then she ran away and didn't want to be found. Uh Uh-huh. And she was found on, like footage so no one got murdered but definitely a crime was arrested because they just like found the the horrible room decades later and like yeah and they're still like the most powerful person in town so it's like i mean this is true detective it's uh, as far as i can tell all the seasons the 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 main investigation is a sideshow to hang on all the interesting character work that they're that they're doing so like I guess it didn't bug me, but like yeah, if you were like really into this Memphis three or whatever it was supposed to be aping, 
uh, case and it went awry, then I can see being disappointed. But like, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Hmm. I mean, I can almost, I could almost see swapping four and five. Well, if you do that, because like I want not it, remembering, then, then you're swapping the... four and six too. Because I'm gonna, man, can I? Think I... Chernobyl's better than True Detective. Yeah, because the the thing is, you can judge them as seasons. Because True Detective season three has nothing to do with any of the other seasons. Yeah, that's nice. Um, Chernobyl's shorter. It's not like True Detective season three was uneven. Unless you just really were into the 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 investigation, the sleuthing. Yeah. So what are you saying? Putting the and deuce. I, I get. Yeah, Mahershala. Is that how you say his first name? Yeah. Ali is going to have strong contention in the best male actor. Yeah. Category. Yeah. There's some stiff competition here. Because of the things I love about True Detective, him and Stephen Dorff's performances through three different timelines as young men, middle-aged men, and old men. Is there a male lead that's going to come out of Watchmen that gets in the top five? Maybe the Looking Glass guy? He's pretty good. He's really good. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Because like, I feel like Angela is the big standout there. Petey. Petey's going to get it. <laughs> uh, Dale Petey. Slippery uh, I, Pete. I don't know. So your argument is number four goes to six, and both of those slide up? Yes, I think. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. I will this... say, as a show... I think that's probably right. And then we have to talk about Deuce and Chernobyl. But they might be where they might need to be where they are. I um, could I wouldn't I think I would be open to Chernobyl. Isn't that kind of what I just said too? Like that we we're gonna switch four and five and also five and um I, I could see Chernobyl being above Deuce, the Deuce. Um because I guess my the thing that convinces me to drop True Detective there is that I was not as engrossed in the show itself as I was in the performances. Like the first three episodes of Chernobyl, I walked with my jaw agape. Yeah. And I had studied the Chernobyl incident a lot already. I knew a lot of the stuff, but I just couldn't believe like what I was seeing and how true to life it all felt and like just a visualization of like the control rods jumping in the reactor room and... Like, like how fucking unreal that'd be the the, the, the shaft of light like you just did and like every episode had one of those yeah like every like single stuff one. like sometimes real life is stranger than fiction like that that beam of light that shot out of the reactor room is just like something like when you throw the the one ring in the crack of doom you know yeah. like 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 oh. when when fucking the the head ghost gets out of the containment center of ghostbusters it's like science fiction but reality mm-hmm. um and True Detective was just very quietly absorbing um, and really drew you into the characters. Uh, yeah. Some of the characters are like, like a lot like season one. There's some of the characters had some very unlikable traits to them. 
Whereas I think Chernobyl did the same thing. I, I think by the end of that, I was fascinated by the characters, but but equally so the the story of it and the mm -hmm. the, the actual plot of the thing. Yeah. Well, um, and that's the other thing is like Chernobyl ended and it was very satisfying that final final episode. Some of these, and I think yeah. that the same thing is about True Detective. Like the Expanse was like very exciting and crazy, and The Watchmen is very exciting and crazy. Uh, Mr. Robot was more of a satisfying thing uh the deuce was more of a sad like it's it's crazy episode as is the want of simon pelicanos was the penultimate episode yeah uh so i don't know i i think i'm good with this and by this you mean the top five the this 10 this list i'm, de 10. I'm definitely good at the top 10 but the top five is traditionally what we read and then we have also blah 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 for the runners up but uh yeah yeah, if Watchmen, if Watchmen was anything less than absolutely stellar in its best moments and dealt with anything less than the preeminent issue of our times, essentially, I would knock it down the list because I did not enjoy the experience of watching Watchmen nearly as much as the experience of watching The Expanse or Mr. Robot or The Deuce or yeah, Chernobyl. Yeah, I guess you're right. Like, like the all watch... of those were better, better watches in my opinion. But the importance, like, Watchmen is dealing with things that we have to get fucking straight. Yeah. In this world, or we are going to destroy ourselves. Yeah. Uh. Uh. I and, agree. And its highs, its highs were some of the best written television I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. Its lows were shit that I hated. Like. <laughs> Yeah, my and my per that, so that's like, just like I was talking about this with Cecily. It's like you know what's best versus favorite because I think yeah. The Expanse is probably my favorite show mm -hmm. on this list easily. But it's hard to argue that The Watchmen and Mr. Robot's not better. I mean, Mr. Robot's doing amazing things in cinematography. I'm actually somewhat shocked that Watchmen got to number one. Um, I thought it. Yeah, that, that's I knew it was gonna be top five, top probably about. even top three. But I was kind of like surprised that it's shaking out this way, and I, I don't. Because I, I don't know that I can mount a serious argument against it. And and here's the thing: if we if if Mitz, if Mr. Robot, you know, if Watchmen were to drop, that would put Mr. Robot as number one. And I can't. I don't in like good that faith, at all. I, yeah, that doesn't feel right to me. But I can't, in good faith, make an argument for the Expanse going above it. But I right. can't make an argument for the Expanse dropping either because of how voraciously I consumed it and how excited I was in doing so. Yeah. No, I think I think How there's a, so there's is. other things like I, I don't think there's a gap in quality between one and six, but I think there's a gap in affection. Yes. Uh, in and and honestly, I think Expanse and the Deuce are my and maybe even True Detective. Man, I like Chernobyl. Yeah, like there's there's I have more affection for three through six than I do for one and two, but one and two are just really excellent. From on, I can on, make on a, an argument for Watchmen going to number six. We need to make, but, we need, but we, I can't in good conscience do it because I think it's more necessary than any of these shows. I feel like we're we're going to like we did with commissions back, and it's the, harder. Back too. We, we we need like a four axis of like <laughs> right a scoring system, like 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 visual qual, like cinematography, acting, writing, and. And entertainment value, like yeah. some kind of index that we can kind of break these. But I, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see if we did that, if we came up with different answers, because this this feels right to me. I like it. Yeah, I, can, I, can... I mean, I like this list with the caveat that this is 
judged not simply on what what I enjoyed the most because this list would be entirely different. Okay. If that were the only thing, the only criteria. Um what would be so the expanse would be your favorite? Yeah. Okay. Me too. Expanse, probably Chernobyl, Mr. Robot, the Deuce, and True Detective line line out the top five. I think I would be mostly the same. I'd be the Expanse, Deuce, Chernobyl, True Detective, Mr. Robot. Okay. Maybe Mr. Robot more than True Detective. I think you That'd liked be Watchmen better than I did. Didn't you enjoy? I thought uh-huh. you enjoyed Watchmen a lot more than I did. I did like it. I did like From it. From just a pure, like, watching. But it's standpoint. also, you know, like, I, you know, the other thing is that uh, I was as busy as any time in my life, and, like, that, it was one show and four that I had to watch within a space of 24 hours, and, you know, whereas True Detective had the stage. It essentially yeah. had the floor to itself. Uh, and The Expanse, I got to watch at kind of my leisure over Christmas break. Mm-hmm. My leisure. My leisure. I think it's a good top five. Agreed. No True shame in this top five. Didn't quite make it, but... All right, we're ready to close this deliberations. Ready to go to the... Yeah. Stuff the envelopes. Sign off. That's it. All right, we'll see you on the next one.